I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. This is Ed You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. Are you ready? Damn right. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, if you were up late last night watching um, the hockey game, I like woke up at one point and I just like checked my phone uh-huh. and it, it wasn't refreshing. Like Twitter wasn't refreshing anymore because I guess they went past their time of when like they, they updated stuff. So here is the final call of the game with um, uh, Panthers Matthew uh, Kachuk scoring the winning goal inside of the fourth overtime. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So that's two full... Two full games, games plus, plus an extra period. Yes. Bennett keeps the puck alive. Kachuk with a shot. He scores! Matthew Kachuk with 12 and 7, 10 seconds remaining in overtime number four. Oh, my God. Matthew Kachuk made it like Bo Jackson. He just like he skated right off the ice too. It was crazy. Yeah, he was like, yo, I'm tired. So that was the sixth longest game in NHL playoff history. What a clock in at? Like night. six hours? I don't know. What, can you find that? What, how long that was yeah. for me more? I think it? it was like, yeah, it was long. It was to be six hours. Yeah, it was. At least. It, it was because I think the game started at seven and then it, it ended like after midnight. Oh, so five was, something. But yeah, it was a long night. But yes, it was two full games plus a half a period. Because the intermission in between the um, overtime periods are a lot shorter than I think they are. Are they? Um, not like, in the playoffs. Not a lot. I don't think like they a, are. Yeah, oh, are they still yeah, like a full yeah, 30? Yeah. Oh, no, no. They're not a full 30. I think it's always like 15 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy, though. But that was a long game. Uh, Maury. Okay. So it came in on just under six hours. The hockey game. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That Panthers game. That's yeah, raw. I know. And of course, the Panthers won. Yeah. 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 The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the WestJet pilots have reached a tentative deal to avert a yes. strike ahead of the long weekend. Yes, don't do that to the people. A statement from the Airline Pilots Association says the union leaders voted to approve and agreed in principle with the uh, uh, membership vote to begin in the coming days. The airline had grounded the bulk of its fleet by yesterday, including uh, all of its swoop planes. 
um, parking their 130 jets at airports all across the country. WestJet said that it is ramping up its operations as quickly and efficiently as possible, but added that it will take some time to get the framework in place. So the airline is advising travelers to continue to check the status of their flight before heading to the airport, meaning that just because the strike is averted does not mean that your plane is going to be taking off on time or at all today. And to do it right before the long weekend? Well, I mean, obviously that was a plan, but still. I hear you. I hear you. As if you don't need customers to be upset. No. The airline industry oh, again. My God, I know. I know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Disney is announcing that they are closing their Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel and Experience. What? Less than two years after it opened. So this is that big giant uh, Star Wars hotel that they built that doesn't have any windows. You're like on a Star Cruiser. So you yeah. look at your hotel window and the you're, it's, like, awesome. it's, it's like space and everything else. Um, so Disney uh, CEO Bob Iger announced back in February that the company would reduce costs by $5.5 billion as it works to make uh, its streaming business profitable. And then Star Wars fans who were, uh, although the, the hotel did get good reviews, both mm-hmm. from people of, as far as like how ambitious it was and from people who stayed there. But, but, but the one complaint that everybody did have was for two guests for two nights, it was $4,800. Oh, that's a lot of money. That's a lot for of four money. nights. No, yeah. for two Sorry, guests. Two guests. For two nights. For two nights. Is $4,800. That price right there is like a seven-night stay or seven days, six nights at an all-inclusive in Mexico. Yes, and it's right? a two-night minimum oh, at the hotel. No. You can't just book one night. They need you there for two nights. They gonna give me some tickets to the to the go to the theme park. You do. You get ticket. Oh. No, you get tickets to go to the Star Wars planet that they built. Oh, Galaxy's Edge. Yes. What about the rest of Disney? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah I know. That's a lot though. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Indiana Jones received a sort of lukewarm but uh, uh, arousing uh, standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival. Uh, Early reviews are in because uh, reviewers who were in attendance were allowed to say and uh, decidedly mixed, I would say. Uh, The Hollywood Reporter wrote uh, what the new film does have is a sweet blast of pure nostalgia, but part of what dims the enjoyment of this concluding chapter is just how glaringly fake so much of it looks, because I guess there's a lot of AI and stuff in it. Uh, IndieWire says uh, that they they did not pull any punches. Sorry, IndieWire's reviewer did not pull any punches in his review writing. Uh, Not only is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny an almost complete waste of time, it's also a belabored reminder that some relics are better left where they were and where they belong. Uh, Empire's uh, John Nugent, uh, he kind of liked it. He wrote that the film has all the hallmarks of the series uh, that are there as you'd hope them to be um, lovingly preserved like archaeological treasures. Um, the guy from the Times of London said, uh, the good news is, is that it is not as bad as Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. The bad news is Ooh. it's not much better. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So, so just wait for it to be on demand. Yeah, mixed, mixed reviews though. Mixed reviews, mixed reviews, mixed reviews. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Tupac Shakur. Hey. We'll have in Oakland, renamed after him following a unanimous vote by the city council earlier this week. Nice. A stretch of MacArthur Boulevard uh, by Lake Merritt, where Tupac once lived. 
Uh, I, I don't want to... I hate when they do this, man. Like, either Why? name it after him or don't name it after him. So the Why? street is going to keep its existing name, but then wow. a portion of the street will also be named Tupac Shakur Way. Well, like a block? Like, there, like it'll be whatever. Like, it'll be like Lake Merritt. Uh-huh. And then underneath it, it'll say... Tupac Shakur way like it's going to be two no the streets gonna have two names he should have no, no no he should have a street that is like his name only that's terrible uh he was selected quote to remind people of his contributions to Oakland and to celebrate art and culture as a catalyst for societal change and uh I guess the Tupac Shakur foundation or estate are the ones that are going to be also paying for these street signs so that kind of sounds junk to me. You know I, what I mean? Imagine Roz under like King Street instead of just Roz Weston Way. Well, I mean, I already have my own, has, so I know yeah. I already know what that feels like. Oh. <laughs> Facts. You don't have to. You don't have to he ask me has. to imagine anything, Champ. I was at the unveiling. <laughs> we all were. They threw a parade. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, if you're if you're if Roz Weston Way was underneath an already oh, existing yeah, street, no, mm-hmm. I would be. I would spend my weekends taking the other one down. <laughs> they'd, repl- they'd, they'd replace it. I'd go on midnight runs. Ratchet set, everything else. Screwdriver. <laughs> Screwdriver. Take and them I, all down. Yeah, I would. I would just take them all down. Um, anyway. That was a fun day when the unveiling of Roz Weston Lane in yeah. his hometown of Acton, Ontario. Yeah, it was. We're all there. The mayor. The mayor was yeah. there. We were sitting out. We were, remember the parade? Yeah. We were sitting on the back of a, like a convertible. Yeah. And didn't the police drive us somewhere because we were late? Police escort? Yeah, well, there was, there the, was the parade. Yeah. It was yeah. to the parade. There yeah. were some drones. Right, right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So we're signing great. autographs and the uh they set up a t- <laughs> they set up a table yeah. for us yeah. to sign autographs for fans yes. in the parking lot of Tim Hortons. Yeah, because that's where it is. Yeah, it was great. It was a wonderful day. It I had was a great time. Nice and sunny. Yeah. Yeah. My kid was super young too. She has no memory of that at all. Mm. Was that the last time you were there? Um, no, no, it was not the last time I was there. The, the week after. <laughs> <Plus>. <laughs> yeah, and then every now and then in the winter, one of the snowplows knocks over the sign, and then they can't fix it till spring. <laughs> it's all mangled. That's <laughs> <laughs> so great. Love it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, let's talk about bed night routines. They asked uh, bed night, bedtime routines, I guess. Sorry. Um, they uh, they did a poll and they were asking people what sort of like your, your nighttime routine is. Uh, 49% of people always take showers or baths at night. That's a big number to me. Mm-hmm. No yeah, way. No I don't. Yeah. No. 49%. I'm in that percentage. Uh, 77% always brush their teeth at night. Yeah. Mm, yep. Once in a while. Yeah, everyone six, should. I've been, I've been, I know everyone should. And I, I, I mean... Most days of the week, I actually know yeah. that's a lie. Yeah, six percent never do. I am in that six yeah. percent. I sometimes what? do. Yeah, sometimes. So then, when do you? In the morning. So Same. your mouth sits there unclean and all then, night. And then, if I am at home, sometimes in the afternoon, I will brush as well because that was the sort of routine. Because I, I when I was at ET Canada for all those years, I mm-hmm. used to brush my teeth right before I went on set. Right. Mm, so I would I would do morning and then around like one o'clock. Yeah. Right. That's sort of my thing. So even now, if I brush my teeth a second time in the day, it's around mid afternoon kind of thing. Okay. Just get that fresh. Forty uh, percent of people's. Always do a skincare routine at night. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. you do. Oh, big one. Twelve uh, percent never do. I'm in that twelve percent. Four percent of people write in a journal at night. I used to. Oh. No, nope. I don't no. do that. Eighty no. percent uh, never do. I'm in that eighty percent. Twenty percent of people read a book at night. Nope. 
Yeah, two pages. Two pages. Yo, where's the high percentage of people that scroll their phones before bed? Seventy-eight percent of people scroll their phones at night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Twenty-six percent of people always listen to music at night. Mm -hmm. You do, Shem? Always. Yeah, that doesn't help. That's somebody who lives alone right there. Oh, (laughs) no offense. Does does meditating count? Uh. 3% 3% of people always meditate at night. Oh, I do meditation every night. 81% of people never do. Uh, 64% always sleep with the door closed. No way. No, our oh, door is open. Weird. I need to know I can get out. Do you, do you sleep with your door open, Shem? Always. Yeah, always. I feel okay. trapped otherwise. Okay. 81% of people, uh, sorry, 26% of people leave the door open. Wide uh, open. Yeah, wide open. How am I supposed to run away from them demons in my, uh, <laughs> in my neck? <laughs> uh, 72% of people say they always fall asleep before midnight. Mm-hmm. 28% of people uh, fall asleep after midnight. Is there a percentage of people who always fall asleep with the TV still on? Uh, no, which I found shocking on this list, Maury, now that you bring that up, because I think that, that there's a giant number of people that fall asleep with the television Every single on. night, and Matthew has to take the remote out of my hand. Yeah, yeah. What do you like to fall asleep to? Me? Forensic yeah. Files. <laughs> oh, God. Nice Every night. Yo, bed. That explains <laughs> so right. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I don't know if I would want to fall asleep, like <laughs> listening to somebody describe like cleaning skin out from underneath a dead person's fingernails so they can do <laughs> DNA tests on uh-huh. them and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, know. I know. You're going to say <laughs> luminol more. I don't believe you actually do more. I think that this is an excuse for you to say luminol because no. you know what luminol is. I really don't. No, every night. For, I love the narrator's voice. It's the most soothing voice to me. Yeah, Give us yeah. an example of what would be said. Without saying luminol. Without? Yep. Okay. Thomas went to the neighbor's house to find out if they had seen his wife that evening only to find out she was in the garage. First of all, that's terrible writing on that show. Wow. Uh, you gave me no time. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a huge fan. Start huge. pulling quotes. But you said I couldn't say luminol. You can't. Okay, okay now do a sentence from yes. Forensic Files using the word luminol. Fine. The police showed up that evening, wondering if there was any blood in the room, so they sprayed <laughs> luminol. <laughs> You're so terrible at this. Wondering if there was wondering. Any blood. The police were blood wondering. Is so hey guys, visible. What do you think's in here? <laughs> Could be blood. Could be. How are we gonna figure it out? Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> what if we had? I got it. Some luminol. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. LeBron James. Oh. LeBron James. LeBron James. Uh, the Denver Nuggets swept the Los Angeles Lakers last night to advance to the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise history. Passed uh, Hall of Famer Wilt Chamberlain for the most triple doubles in a single NBA postseason. Crazy. It's an incredible uh, achievement. Um, he got, uh, he finished off with, uh, 30 points, 14 rebounds and 13 assists and three blocks. LeBron James. LeBron James. Posted uh, 40 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, and uh, 2 steals. So uh, Denver will either play uh, Miami, yes, or Boston. So Miami is up uh, 3 nothing over Boston. Ooh, could take that series tonight. Game 4 goes down tonight. 8.30. Uh, but what does this mean for the future of LeBron James? But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. And um, just for me personally, going going forward with the game of basketball, 
got a lot to think about. Is that how you say that guy's name, Nikola Jokic? Uh, it's Nikola Jokic. Jokic? Yeah. God, man, that guy's a monster, huh? Uh, You've never seen anything like him. And the thing is that the thing that people really get with him is that he doesn't look like your super athlete. No. But he destroys everybody. Yeah. Strong. Yeah, so That's good. That's crazy. So good. So do you think, because I know one of the big talk surrounding LeBron James yeah. is the fact that his kid, Bronny, right is up for NBA draft for 2024 season. Oh, damn. And one of the things was, well, here's a potential for LeBron and his son to play together on the same team. Right. Play for the Lakers. That's what they kind of wanted wanted to do. But I don't know. Shem, what do you think? I think LeBron's going to do something interesting. I think he's going to take a year off. Mm-hmm. And then whatever team uh, decides to draft his son, he will then force his way to play with the, uh, to play with that team. It's a, it's, it's a lot harder to do. I mean, if he wants to play with the Sun, there's no guarantee that the Lakers are going to be able to draft yeah, the Sun, right? Sure. So no, I no. I think that's the way that he does it. No, and so he has two years left on a $97 million contract, but the final year is the player option, so he doesn't actually have to, to do that. So, right. yeah, he could very well, Shem, just sort of go and take a sweetheart deal just to play one season with his mm-hmm. kid, right? Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty pretty awesome. Has that ever happened in any sport, like at all? No, right? No, I don't think so. I can't think of any of the major sports. No, I can't think of no. it. No, because like you would have to have a kid young. Yeah, and LeBron, and what, you would 30... have to be good enough to be playing into your into your forties. How old is like LeBron James? Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. So he, yeah. So if he plays with Bronny, he'll be like forty years old. How old's his son? Uh, He's eighteen now, isn't he? God. And he's good. Is he? Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. He's going to be all right. His kid is so good. And oh, his younger wow. son is even better than this one, apparently. Really? Yeah, Jesus. He's got the dynasty. That's crazy. Yeah, 18. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, would you marry Jeff Bezos just to get a piece of Jeff Bezos? You know what I mean? What? You know? What are you talking about? He's got a lot of money, right? Well, yeah. He's got a lot of money. Mr. Amazon. Yeah. Shem? Oh, would you would you marry Jeff Bezos? Uh, to get a piece of him? Yeah. Guaranteed. What? Like, you're guaranteed to walk away. Two years, you got to be married to him, though. Oh, and, and I get what? You get a piece. You get like a, you get a settlement. You get a... Oh, okay. like money. So wait, wait, money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay, let's say this. Let's, yeah. say, let's say you don't even get... Let's say you don't get any of Jeff Bezos' cash. But let's say you get the boat, okay? Because Jeff Bezos just got Yo. engaged over the weekend. Lauren Sanchez, south of France. Cannes Film Festival going on, everything else. The ring he got her, uh, according to one expert, 20 carats, $2.5 million. Okay. But the proposal happened. The proposal happened on his boat, okay? Mm-hmm. $500 million is what that boat costs. Oh, so if you walked away with just the boat, Shem, would you be married to him for two years? And they heart me. Yeah. And you got and you got to be a good husband, too. I'm loyal. You hear okay. me? Okay. <laughs> Maury, Maury, would you leave your husband for Jeff Bezos for two years of marriage? Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so fast. Both of you are trifling. Do you think he's registered on Amazon? <gasps> Jesus. No, even if you just got the boat, though, right? Like, God, $500 million for the boat. That's worth it. But does it come with, a, like, a full tank of gas? No, Maury, come on now. You don't worry about stuff like gas. When you're Jeff Bezos, $500 million. Just, and like, let's just say you just get the boat. You can't even touch the cars. You can't touch anything else. You just get the boat. But you still have to pay for your Prime membership. Oh, yeah. He's not. Come on. That's business. <laughs> he's not throwing right? that in. No, 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 no. That's business right there. I'll give you the boat, but you still got to pay the membership. $2.5 million for a ring. That's an expensive ring, too. Woo. 
And I guess that's like, there has to be a cap on what you can do in an engagement ring, right? Because you can't just like, he could buy bigger, but you can't ask somebody to wear bigger. Like you can't get like, nah, you know what I mean? Like, it's too heavy. And it looks ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Like there has to be some sort of cap on size on which you can ask somebody to yeah, physically wear. Million. I guess that's what the cap is. Right. It would have to be the cap because, you know, Bezos isn't going anything less than the cap yeah. on what an engagement ring is. 20 carats, $2.5 million, going to gauge on a $5 million, $500 million boat. He probably wanted 21 carats. Too. Right. And they were like, no. No, it's too heavy. <laughs> too big. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so I guess Alec Baldwin is being accused of being rude. No, I've heard that before, though. So he was at a restaurant and he was standing at the table talking to somebody he was with, <clears throat> and the server who was dealing with the table says, I'm a sweep leader, which means I basically tell the waiters when to put down the plates and we have to do it in a certain order. <clears throat> she goes on to say, I was going to feed the head of the table, but that's who Alec was talking to. So I got up to, so I go up to him and I say, I'm sorry, sir, but we're going to have servers walking through the tables here in a minute. She claims that then Alec Baldwin said, so when is it a good time to talk to my friends then? She said that she did not expect that type of reaction and that he then got very agitated before saying, do I have to explain it to you? Oh, damn. Okay. And then so uh, she goes on to say that um, the people were coming through and then uh, he responded, well, then step aside because the servers couldn't come through. And then afterwards, many of her coworkers came up to you, came up to her to say, uh, did you hear what he said to you as you were walking away? She goes, no, because I didn't catch it because everything was absolute chaos. And they said he called you a peasant. <gasps> no. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. In a restaurant. <laughs> you douche. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. In a restaurant. So there Walk you go. He's trying to do their job. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Uh, I always like to know what's going on in the world of OnlyFans. Oh. Okay. Because um, I stopped getting updates from Maureen. Oh, <laughs> I can bring those back. Because <laughs> uh, I saw one story over the weekend that uh, some OnlyFans model found her number one biggest fan and went to his house and gave him a PlayStation. What? And they filmed the whole thing. And he was like, you know, how, like, filmed like them, gifted. Like, yeah, he gifted him. But like, it's his own money. Yeah, here. Right? right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Surprise! You bought you this. Yes. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh my God. It's so, so great. Yeah. But I'm like, come on, man. Is Ellen DeGeneres? <laughs> right? Thank you. It's not charity. <laughs> yeah. When you go to your number one OnlyFans supporter and bring him a PlayStation, like he bought that PlayStation. Yeah. Right? <laughs> He's like, now I got two. <laughs> 
<laughs> I paid for two. Yeah. Uh, so here is another uh, OnlyFans uh, model. This is um, Talia Madison uh, talking about her number one biggest fan. When I first started my website, I had this customer who was my number one customer, bought every single thing that I sent him, and she also had a very specific username on the website. And I had someone view my TikTok page with the exact same username, and underneath that, it said, from your contacts. I narrowed it down to six people, and one of them was my stepdad. I went with my gut feeling and I messaged the website account and I said, I know who this is. And within two minutes, got a text from my stepdad saying, hey, Tay, can we talk? Okay, there you go. The look on Shem's face right now, too. Oh, my God. Stunned. (laughs) Stepdaddy? Damn. Oh, God. People are so gross. Brings out the worst in people, huh, Moore? (laughs) I don't know what to say. I mean, just I offered no up to give you the, the biggest update on OnlyFans. <laughs> that OnlyFans bringing out the worst in people. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So there's the the story with Jamie Foxx is he had that medical episode on set in Georgia shooting that movie. Uh, nobody really knew what it was. The last sort of update came from Kevin Hart, who talked to the family, but he's now in a rehab facility in Chicago that deals with people with brain traumas and strokes and everything else, mm. but still very, very tight-lipped about what the condition was. And Mike Tyson was doing an interview uh, on, a, on a podcast because, if you remember, Jamie Foxx was building a movie where he was going to play Mike Tyson. So mm-hmm. this comes up, whether he would actually um, still play. And uh, Mike Tyson, you tell me whether he knows or he's just speculating. Mike, are you following what's going on with uh, Jamie Foxx? He's not feeling well. If something's going on with... Yeah, it's a stroke. I have no idea what happened to him. Yeah. Can you pull yeah. that up? Yeah, yeah. try to pull Foxx. We were at a restaurant a couple months ago in, in L.A. And what, what was the restaurant? The steak? Uh, uh, remember the restaurant in L.A.? Uh, anyway. Catch. Marty, catch. catch. Yes, yeah, catch. yes. And he showed up and looked really good. And then all of a sudden you hear the stories about uh, uh, Jamie Foxx was a Chicago rehab facility. Hey, listen. We can't anticipate our neck breath. We don't know when we're going to die. After we leave this, bad stuff can happen. Is, is he still doing the, the, the movie or no? Is he still? Because... Uh, was, wasn't there like stories of him playing your life? Well, it was a possibility. You know, I don't know what's going to happen now, but, you know, it's a strong possibility. Yeah. he uh, 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 Because, you know, Jamie's closer to my age. So in order to do him, they were going to do what they did with um, Benjamin Button. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you remember that? They yeah, were make, him it, yeah. make him look younger type yes. of deal. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they know how to do that. Scroll down Absolutely. a little bit. Has there any been any... Actual news is uh, news on what this medical condition is. I mean, Jimmy Fox is a young, vibrant, healthy guy, and all of a hey, sudden, hey, boom! Listen, hey, listen. Um, if we don't know by now, they don't want us to know. Yeah. Oh. Man, Mike Tyson so, doesn't know anything, <laughs> especially when okay. man bring up Benjamin Button. Okay. So he, so we can't use this as an official update, no. right? No. No. Love you, Mike. Okay. No, you got chill on the weed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so much. So we're we're saying officially. We're saying officially, Tyson it's, doesn't. No, it's right? the closest answer to anything we've ever received. I, I agree, but when no, you listen to the rest of that conversation, the Kevin Hart one is the closest. I agree. Well, so, Kevin Hart said, "I don't 
know. I, I know, but like I think Tyson is just like all of us, though, right? Mm-hmm. Read an article because the first thing that describes this medical facility that Jamie Foxx is at is that they deal with people who have had severe strokes. So I'm guessing Tyson just read a headline and like all of us is like, I guess he had a stroke, mm-hmm. right? Like he, d- d- there's he no way. He was told a headline. Yes. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was told by a you friend. Know, you know, sometimes on articles when it says, listen to this article, yeah. right? <laughs> it was going to do a Benjamin Button type thing. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Kim Kardashian appearing on the On Purpose with Jay Shetty podcast. Um, talking about parenting. She's got those four kids, right? Mm-hmm. And the, you always assume that, you know, she's got all the help in the world, everything else. But I sort of like get the sense that she's probably way more hands-on and in it than what a lot of people may um, think because her sort of response to parenting is, I don't know if organic is the is the right word, but um, you sort of can't fake this. So here's Kim. I'd say parenting is the thing that has taught me the most about myself. It has been the most challenging thing. There are nights I cry myself to sleep, like what just happened, you know, with all the moods and the personalities and sometimes they're fighting and there's no one there. Like it's, it's me to play good cop and bad cop. So like that is definitely a challenge when, you know, something I'm working on is being a little bit firmer, you know, there's nothing that can prepare you. Anyone, any person that says, oh, we're waiting to have X amount of money in the bank. Oh, we're waiting to have a home before we have kids. Oh, I'm waiting for this job to come in before we have kids. I don't care how long you wait. I don't care what you're waiting for. You are never prepared, but you will figure it out. And it will make you so proud of yourself that you figured it out and that you got through the day. And sometimes it's nights where it's just, we are going hour by hour to see if we're going to survive. She almost said at the beginning of that, and there's no one here to help, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning Kanye, mm-hmm. right? She almost, and then she stopped herself. Like she yeah. almost said when she said, I have to play good cop and bad cop because there's no one, right? Yeah. Almost. It was implied. Oh, it was very much implied. Uh, it's a good interview, though, if you're a fan of Kim. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Dua Lipa. So uh, I just watched the new sort of trailer for the Barbie movie. Yeah. Looks really fun. Oh, man. it's gonna be so good. Oh, it looks so stupid, but it looks great. Um, so what I didn't know is that Dua Lipa, two things. One, she revealed that she has a song on the soundtrack, mm-hmm. but also she's going to be making appearance an appearance in the film because you remember when um John Cena said that he was in the Barbie movie? Yeah, he's and a merman. Yeah, so Dua Lipa is a mermaid. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So nice. they just got a whole bunch of mermen and mermaids. Love it. Here's the new track from Dua Lipa. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. It's called Dance a Night. New song from Dua Lipa. It's out on Friday. Sounds good, huh? Yeah, it's like a very disco Dua Lipa style and fits the, the mood of the Barbie movie. Yeah, oh, I, I completely agree. Completely agree. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Ryan Coogler is much younger than I thought he was. It's Ryan Coogler's birthday today. Oh, Ryan Coogler. I always assume it was just like when everybody oh. was like... Director of Black Panther. Uh, yeah. Like, you think that when people get to that Creed. level, they're, they're like of a certain age. And you, especially when you start looking at the body of work that uh, Ryan Coogler has done. Ryan Coogler is how old, Mocha? 
Ryan Coogler. Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. Creed franchise. Ryan Coogler is 32 years old. 32? I don't understand why you're getting so upset. 32. When you just asked me a question and all I'm doing is answering. 32. So hold on here. When did Creed come out? Like 10 years ago. So you think he was 22 and directed a studio franchise? 2015 is when Creed came out. There, 2015. How many years ago is that? That's eight years ago. Eight years ago. (laughs) Go ahead. So you think he was, how old is that now? 24? Sure. Please, Mocha. No, Ryan Coogler is 37. Why are you so mad? Ah, Because you're not good at this game sometimes. Ryan Coogler's 37. 37 years old. I was off by five years. Yeah, that's a lot. Now I'm angry. (laughs) Okay. How old is Jewel? Jewel, 28 years Shut old. Shut up with this. She's been around for like 30 years. 32 years old. <laughs> You're terrible at this game. Okay, no. Honestly, Jewel is 48 years old. 49. How old's Ken Jennings? 32 Jeopardy years old. champ. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, Ken Jennings is 53. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, what? He's also is- 49. Okay. Um, how old is Drew Carey? Drew Carey. How old is Drew Carey? Drew Carey is 60. No, 58 years old. Drew Carey. Uh, Shem, how old is Drew Carey? Oh, Do you know no. already? No. no. Um, I'm going to go 60. 60. 60 Maury, how old is Drew Carey? $1. $1. Uh, Drew Carey is 65 oh, years I old. I was close. Today. Wow. Yes, yes. Do you know who Joan Collins is, Mocha? You have oh. no idea. Who oh, Joan, Joan Collins. Collins? Yeah. She died. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. It wouldn't Not be a birthday event. Okay. Who am I thinking of? The, the, with the loud voice and the blonde Rivers hair. Rivers is probably who you're Joan Rivers? Of. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Joan Collins. Yes. How old, Collins? Is, how old is Joan Collins? 32. You might have seen, you might know Joan Collins uh-huh. because there may have been a Joan Collins book lying around the house you grew up in if your mom was into that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, like soap opera, right? Uh, no, she's an author. Oh. Yeah. Was she on a soap opera? Yep. She she totally was. What was she on? Um, oh gosh. Uh, uh, no, no. Days of um, our lives or all my children. Is that the lady with the black hair? That's Susan Lucci. Um, (laughs) God, why do I know that? Uh, Joan. Collins is 77 years old. Joan Collins looks like a Shem's type. She was on Dynasty. She was on Dynasty. Dynasty. Yo, I was right then. I said Dynasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 77 years old. Oh, she was married to, hold on. uh, Mr. Collins. No, 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 no. No, no, no. On the show. uh, Was it Blake Carrington or something? Wait, you watched Dynasty? My mom did. (laughs) Hold on a second here. That's the bigger Am I right, though? Is she 77? No. Oh. She's 90. Hey. So I said Shem's type. Okay, hold on here. Joan Collins, Collins, Dynasty. Uh, God, there's, I guess I wouldn't even say moms. There's grandmas right now screaming at their radios. Okay, Joan Collins, Dynasty. They always are screaming at something. (laughs) (laughs) That's like you, dog. (laughs) Married. Okay, hold on here. Joan Collins, Dynasty. Oh, no, she was the, she was the bad, she was the evil one on Dynasty. So she was, um. Alexis Carrington. 
Alexis Colby and then became, I believe, Alexis Carrington after she married oil tycoon Blake Carrington, Whoa, who was played who was by right? John Forsyth. Come on, man. <laughs> yes. How does oh, Mocha not know I, a lot about things but knows about this? Don't okay. mess with me on my Dynasty knowledge. Okay, so now my next question is, how old is Mocha? Because Dynasty started in 1981. I, it was taught to us in history class. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Gap is uh, seeking $2 million from Con- Kanye West in, or- in order to cover costs uh, that may incur in a lawsuit that was launched against them. Mm-hmm. So I guess what happened, this isn't about like their clothing deal. So what happened was the Gap rented commercial space in California. Mm-hmm. And part of their agreement with the landlord was that they weren't allowed to make any sort of alterations to the space or the building without like absolute written consent from the landlords. And I guess they gave Kanye the reins to launch his storefront and Kanye just went in and made all sorts of changes to this building that the gap didn't own. Right. Right. And oh then, yeah, on the outside wasn't it like an art installation? Yeah, or, yeah, like he did all this stuff. Some yeah, there's some billboard that he put up that people were like clowning him for. Yeah, so this so the property managers sued the Gap for 1.5 million, and then Ooh. the Gap turned around and sued Kanye for two million, oh. being like, "We are not on the hook for this crazy person." Yeah. Uh, so that's a whole brand new lawsuit with that. I wonder uh, how many lawsuits he has oh filed against him right now. I don't even know. Like how many times a day? Are his lawyers just going through paperwork for multiple lawsuits? Oh, just like deferring, 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 deferring. Like, I don't even know. Like Every, everybody is suing. Like, he's got lawsuits on everything. Mm-hmm. Like, everything. Like, his wife. Can you imagine I'm being sure, the, right? the, like, like the lawyer or the lawyer team that is just assigned to Kanye? Your entire day is all oh, Kanye problems. God, like, you don't have any other clients. Your only client... Is the business of Kanye? Yeah, but you or must love that life. though. You gotta or love that though. Life. You're getting paid, right? You're getting paid yes, no matter what. But it just I guarantee seems like it's you. So I guarantee exhausting. you though that if you're Kanye's lawyer, Kanye's not your only client. Oh, you have a it's one of those big Hollywood teams. <sighs> yeah, massive, massive, and they just they just they push they, things right. Like they just know how to do it. Yeah, how to work the system? Yeah, nobody's going to court. Nobody's going to do anything. It's like just like how do you settle? How do you settle? How do you settle? Like mm-hmm. that's that's all his lawyers are or lawyers are doing. Right? Crazy though. But yeah, just everybody sues him. Everybody, yeah. everybody's suing him. His answer is probably just take it out from bank account number whatever. Yeah, one through eighty. Right. But yeah, his lawyer's fees, oh God, I don't even want to know what Kanye West pays in lawyers. Between all the custody stuff with Kim. I'm sure he has a all bank, the Adidas stuff. One bank account strictly for lawyers. All the records. Oh, I'm sure. Over the weekend, that Adidas is going to sell the leftover Yeezys. Like, yeah. You can buy them and all the money's going to go somewhere. They were talking about doing a charity thing for it because they have like billions of dollars in Yeezys. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the problem is, is they, they couldn't do this at the time because Kanye had all the anti-Semitism stuff going mm-hmm. on. And then so you couldn't, you, you wouldn't want those to be even a charitable donation. Right. Like you, you like it's it's they're so they were so tarnished. But I guess now maybe enough time has passed. I still where they're like, we can give easy. I don't know how you like time never passes. I say something. It's there. Well, you talk to 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 a lot of people who have come back from worse Mm -hmm. than what Kanye's come back from. Right. 
Like but, maybe I buy a pair of Yeezys, but only wear them around the house. <laughs> like slippers? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe I, that's but it. But I don't think you're wrong. I think if, if Adidas said, hey, listen, we're going to get rid of this Yeezy backlog that we have. It uh-huh. is going to be a one-day sale. Oh. We have we have 400,000 units, and we plan on making $3 billion off them. By the end of Saturday, they would have made $3 billion. Oh, yeah. right? Like, no Absolutely. question. And everybody would be like, no, what if I just like wear them around the house? Like, I'm not showing support, right? I got a bad back. I hear they're comfy. (laughs) Right? I've tried everything else. I tried everything else. Great arch support. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not doing this because I don't even, like, Kanye, what's what's this, Kanye uh, West? No, like, I don't even, I've never heard of them. I don't even, (laughs) (laughs) my doctor said, get these guys. Okay. He did. I got the note. Right? Everybody would be showing up with a Yeezy doctor's note. But anyway, uh, and then quickly, I don't know how reputable this is, but apparently Katy Perry is uh, looking to leave American Idol because the report says that she's unhappy with the way that she was edited and that they have turned her into the mean judge. Oh. Um, if you remember when she sort of mom shamed that 25 year old uh, who had the three kids and she made the too much time on your back comment. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. Everyone went in. And then when Katie was doing the live show, she got booed. Because of something she said, and then I guess she doesn't like the editing. But who knows about any of that? I don't yeah. even. I don't even know. Uh, do we have time for a quick Jonas story? Yes, please. So Joe Jonas, uh, I didn't know this. He was on with Dax Shepard on the Armchair uh, Expert, and he was talking about the uh, losing out on a job to his brother, and and how competitive they are, and how he actually like burst into tears over it. I remember, and I don't even know if you know this. So more tea that hasn't been spilled. <laughs> tea. Oh my. Uh, so exclusive much after exclusive. And it, and it was at the most picturesque setting. It was at the Fleetwood Mac show in Ooh. MSG. Ooh. And as they're playing Landslide, mm. I found out that he was going to be a judge on The Voice. And I was so jealous. I cried my <laughs> eyes out. Oh, wonderful. But it was Landslide. Oh, yeah. Yes. How could you not cry? So bittersweet, anyway. It was probably. bittersweet. I was, of course, because I'm like, I'm super happy for him. Yes. But I'm also like bummed because like, what the f***? You wanted it, yeah. Yes. Oh, they both applied for the same job. Yeah, I know that's awkward, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. crushed it last night. Oh uh, the Jays oh beat uh, the snot out of the Tampa Bay Rays. So it was a single, and then it was a. What else did he get here? So Everything. he got an RBI and then a and then a and then a single and then a grand slam in the ninth. He's happy. He doesn't want, yeah, he wants to smile a different way. And he launches this one to left field. Grand slam Vladdy. Eighth home run. Yeah, Vladdy struck out in the eighth inning against really. Damn. 20 to 1 was the final score. Bro, but like, that's like when you're playing a video game and you put it on the most basic mode. Dude, it's, Easy. it's, it's such a bad look. It's such a bad look. They were on a five-game losing streak. And you know when you were, like, doing really bad in school, right? And mm-hmm. then yeah. Always, you would, And then you would just get yelled at and then you'd, like, do really well on one thing. Mm-hmm. And it showed potential. It was the worst oh. thing you could do. Yeah. It was the worst thing you could do. Yeah. Like, don't do 20 in one game. Like, like spread it out. Spread it out. Give me three it? games worth of 20. But didn't they lose the last five? Yes. said, yes. Yeah. Yes. Don't do a 20 to one win. Also, when did, when did Tampa Bay become the Rays and not the Devil Rays? Is that when they turned it all around? Remember uh, that? 
Yeah, you know, like forever ago. ago. Are they not See. still the devil? No, they're just the rays. No, I think it was because uh, I think what happened <laughs> Guys, was shut up. I think because <laughs> I think what happened was they were a bottom feeding team. Like they were always like the last team in the league and then i think that they changed it from devil race to the rays and then they started winning it's 2007 right <laughs> what, what 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 was their record what was their record before the name change i'm telling out. you because i remember there was a thing where they said no team with four name no team with four words in their name is ever going to win anything i guarantee you that's the year that they all that they turned it around i think that that's the stories that got rid of the devil they exercised the devil shem let's right hallelujah man I'm I think you, that bro. that's what happened. I think Let's that they, they got the devil out of the team, and then the team started winning. Florida, Bible Belt. Wow. Well, you might be right here. Uh, in 2007, when they changed the name, they were 66 and 96. The very next year, 97 and 65. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> Thank wow. you. Because they had the devil in them. And they were in the World Series that Thank year. You. <laughs> Thank you. Because they had the devil in them. Mm-hmm. Right? They should go back to that, I think. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Oh, uh, Ariana Maddox from, uh, what's that show called again? Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Rules. Yo, I'm so into so this, this drama. is the whole scandal with Tom Sandoval mustache and, uh, and the, <laughs> the, the, the girl that he was sleeping with, which was her best friend yeah, and yeah. all this stuff. Yo, I you didn't see Ariana? She started moving out of her spot. I know. They broke spot up and now he's, and he's apparently with somebody else now and all this stuff. Anyway, so Ariana Maddox is on with uh, Caller Daddy. Uh, Alexandra Cooper and listen to the promo for this. They had sex in my guest room while I was sleeping in my own bed that he and I went to bed in together and then he left the bed and went to the guest room and her. Do you think oh. you ever turned a blind eye? Yes. Bringing Rachel home to St. Louis. He was using like other people's credit cards, flying her to different places. You and Tom were not in an open relationship. Why do you think that rumor started? I think it came from him. Tom claimed he tried to break up with you multiple times. I was never saying that I was going to kill myself. Do you think he's a pathological liar? There had been other rumors of Tom cheating with other women. How many people do you think i've learned some things even after filming the reunion there were numerous comments from castmates i do love katie and i do love lala but those were people who were not really in our inner circle like whatsoever lisa knew the whole time raquel's pregnant i know you were in love ariana but like the band's not great people are like oh you lose them how you got them i didn't lose him he lost me oh. Oh. damn so anyway Yo, I'm going to listen to that podcast as soon as it comes out. That's all happening, huh? It's crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Megan and Harry's rep are now on the defensive, releasing a statement to the New York Times, shooting down the idea that Megan and Harry staged the paparazzi, uh, quote, near catastrophic car chase. Uh, that's what they're being accused of now because because Harry had this whole thing going on in the UK where he was fighting to have um, actual police to be able to use them as his personal security. And then so he was talking about Mm. how they needed security, needed security, and he felt that it was needed in his right to have um, the cops be a security guard when he's in when he's in the UK, and then they were being accused of faking this to show just how dangerous uh, people are and how they oh. how much they need security and all this stuff. What were you saying, Maura? Okay, that's 
a little bit more believable than w- what I read. Which was? <laughs> they couldn't afford the hotel, so they staged this so that they could leave and not stay at the hotel because they couldn't afford it. No, they were staying at a friend's. They were staying at a private no, residence. Apparently they couldn't afford the hotel. Couldn't afford the hotel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what you're reading, man. <laughs> but anyway, it's either one of the two. Uh, but their rep says, respectfully, considering the Duke's uh, family history, one would have to think nothing of the couple or anybody associated with them to believe this was any sort of PR stunt. Quite frankly, I think that's abhorrent, the rep said. So uh, coming out. I know everybody uses that word. It's such a terrible word to even say abhorrent. Um, but anyway, so uh, according to them, it was not staged. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Uh, researchers working with the European Society of Cardiology report that patients with especially long what's are less likely to develop heart failure following a heart attack. I ain't getting no heart failure then. Patients with especially <laughs> oh. long what? Fingers. Incorrect. No. Nose. Incorrect. Hair. Oh, patients. Patients. Like patients. Okay, researchers working oh. with the European Society of Cardiology report that patients with especially strong, long, what? Toes. Incorrect. Mm-hmm. Torso. Incorrect. Lungs. Legs. Oh, legs. Like. Why? Why legs? Oh, yeah. You have long lungs. Myocardial <laughs> infractions, or uh-huh. AKA heart attack, uh, is actually the most common cause of heart failure, with roughly 6 to 9% of heart attack patients going on to develop a form of heart failure. Uh-huh. Uh, prior studies, meanwhile, reveal that having strong quadriceps oh, has an association with a lower risk of death among patients with coronary artery disease. That's right. Won that race last week because of strong legs. Yep. My quad, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Maury's got that walker's legs, huh, Maury? Yeah, no, I have other problems with my heart, but not my legs. Oh, was it broken? No. Oh. Like, it's, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> fatty? Yes. Oh, you got a fatty heart? Like, I can feel the blood going through my ventricles. Like you're rotten on the inside? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? You, well, the you blood's should, supposed to go through yeah, your heart. but I don't know if you're <laughs> supposed to feel it. Like, is it, do you feel like it's struggling to like go sometimes through? Sometimes I have like a, like a fatty carpuscle. Yeah. And you, you know, can you feel, feel it? like a pop. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. You shouldn't feel pops inside your chest. <laughs> That's not a good thing, man. You probably go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so I force a burp and we're good. Oh! <laughs> It's a heartburn. That's what you got. Yeah. <laughs> you got heartburn from all that garbage you've been eating, man. <laughs> Whatever. You look good today. Thank you so much. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Idol. This is the uh, Sam Levinson weekend show with uh, Lily Rose Depp that is debuting on HBO. And during the press conferences at the Cannes Film Festival, a lot of talk about Britney came up because Britney specifically mentioned in the show and then in oh. the trailer uh, for the show, one of the promos, they play this. When was the last truly nasty, nasty, bad pop girl? Oh, we hit a drink. 
classic song, too. Right. So during the press conference, you knew people were going to be asking uh, about the tie-ins with Britney because Lily Rose Depp character, they say, plays a Britney-like character who is mm. uh, looking to rise from her funk. Um, but Sam Levinson, if you listen to this clip, man, he was so not prepared to field, and I don't know why, so not in any way prepared to field any questions about Britney. Congratulations, everybody. I think one of the most haunting things about the show is the accuracy of uh, the sort of industry machine around Jocelyn, um, managers, publicists, the corporate interests that exploit her. Um, and there's actually direct reference in the show to Britney Spears. Um, so I'm just curious for Lily and Sam, how much of Jocelyn uh, might be pulled from that actual real story? And as the show continues to air, um, are you concerned about that fandom coming for you, as they might say? So. <laughs> well, I mean, <clears throat> I think you'd... Look, uh, I was... You know, I'm... Uh, no, I look. This is what? you know we're we're not uh, we're not we're not trying to tell you know um, no we don't a, a story about any particular pop star. I think we're just uh-huh. we're we're looking more at how the world perceives mm-hmm. a pop star and the pressure that it puts on that individual. And I also think that the the reference to to, to Britney in the pilot is is more of of a publicist sort of spinning. And trying to draw connections and correlations um, so that the press will write about it kindly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you played the Britney song in yeah. the trailer, guys. Do you, do you remember when there oh, was that show that got all that press? Was it Ginny and Georgia? Mm-hmm. And everybody was loving it until they saw the episode where they made reference to Taylor Swift mm-hmm. writing about like how many boyfriends Taylor Swift had. And the fandom killed that show. Yeah. Like, they came so hard for that show. And that show was designed for people who are Taylor Swift fans. Like, that demographic. My wife is watching that, that show right now on Netflix. Yeah. But, that they, like, fans killed that show. Yeah. Like, they, they went after that show until there was nothing left. So I'm wondering if the Britney fans are going to come after this Who's show. Who's Sam Levinson again? Is he the creator? Not the, yeah, the creator of the show? He's the creator of the show. Oh, he also yeah. does Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Euphoria is his other show. Um, Didn't he do Modern Family? No. He did, did he? Another- he, he did another popular, family. maybe not that, but he did another popular show. We'll find out. Damn, Should right. also be known that uh, the Idol and uh, Euphoria are going to be living in the same sort of universe. Are they? Yeah, one of the characters, uh, Maddie from Euphoria, is going to be appearing in the Idol. The Euphoria extended universe yeah, now? Man. Oh, everything's got to have an, everything's got to have a, what would that be? That would be like the... Euphoria-verse? Uh, <laughs> that would be like the, the, the ECU, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. said the ECU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, oh, Aaron Rodgers. You're gonna love this, Mocha. Okay. Uh, back in the day, anybody who didn't know anything about New Jersey, uh, if you said, "Hey, what do you know about New Jersey?" People would have said like Bruce Springsteen, maybe Bon Jovi, and the Campbell Soup Factory, right? Uh, but then Jersey Shore changed all that because, oh. right? The Jersey Shore changed everything. Get crazy, get wild, let's party, get loud. And so Aaron Rodgers, who is now the uh, quarterback for the Jets, mm-hmm. who play in New Jersey, was doing a press conference where they asked him prior to signing with the team, what did you know about New Jersey? What has it been like getting to know New Jersey and how has it compared to your expectations that you have come in? Look, I'll be honest, the only Jersey I, I kind of knew about besides Teterboro was Jersey Shore. Yes. And I was I was assured that was not a proper representation of this great state. But <laughs> uh, 
I've had a good time, man. Everybody's been great. When I've seen people out and about, they're all, you know, really kind and, and uh, enjoyed stopping and talking and pictures and whatever they need. You're not a fan of Snooki? No, I'm not saying I'm not a fan. I'm just that's that was the only lens I saw, you know, the jersey through and. Uh, I was walking out to practice today, and we, you know, the media is here always doing little videos and different things. And the video was some do your best Jersey Shore impression, and, and I just, I just kind of laughed to it. And then CJ Uzama was walking next to me, and he said, he "Never watched the show." I said, well, "How can you not watch the show? One of the greatest facts. shows back when MTV used to actually, you know, have content on it. Yes, it's phenomenal." But uh, no, I'm a fan of all of them. I actually uh, went to. Uh, Poly D, uh, a Poly D set back in Vegas and like. So did I. Back when I used to go there a few times a year, back in like 2011 or something. So. Oh, yeah. see? Isn't that great? Me and Aaron Rodgers could be yes. best friends. Although yes. Snooki don't want you. She has a specific type. I want to marry Guido. My ultimate dream is to move to Jersey, find a nice, juiced, hot, tan guy, and live my life. And she did. His yes. name's Gianni. And they got some beautiful children. Right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. And I have not seen in my life one single frame of Vanderpump Rules, but these clips from this reunion special are like... Girl, are you not into the drama? Girl. I was going to say off the chain. Do people still say off the chain? Absolutely yes. not. Yeah? No, no. they don't. Yeah. Right? Uh, oh, no. my bad. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Hey, somebody said to me the other day, they were like, hey, if you do this, you do this. You're Gucci. What does that mean, Gucci? <laughs> oh, my God. What does that mean? You, Can you find a way to put it into the news? No. Please? What does that mean? Is it good? means like you're good because i may start using it i kind of liked it please don't please do yeah no i think i might if you use it in the news yeah i might i think you should find a way i, I might yeah i'm trying to test it out okay, please. right please but what does it mean though what does it mean though you got to tell me what it means because i don't want to say something that's inappropriate we'll tell you after you no, use boy, it. you don't even know i promise it's not offensive go okay. ahead and use but it But what does it mean though does it mean like i'm good like any context yeah. for yes. it, it means yeah it, it yep. means it's off the chain yeah, yeah. it means okay cool yeah i like Ooh, that okay. all right was there like you would say the Vanderpump Rules um, yeah. reunion last night was Gucci? Yeah, listen, don't you don't listen. I know what I'm doing. Don't you worry about me. I'm Gucci over here, okay? By the oh, way, and that is a wow. and that is a current word too. Thank you, Gucci. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. Don't you worry about it. I got it. I got it all taken care of. Uh, so, oh my God! So the, whoever this Tom Sandoval guy really got himself into it. So the dynamic of the reunion special was. The affair between Tom and Raquel over his nine-year relationship with Ariana. But I guess there's a restraining order, so Raquel couldn't be there. She had to, like, watch the show from, like, another room. No, she was in the parking lot in a trailer. Is that where she was? Yeah. Okay, so when you hear these clips, it's going to sound like it goes from, like, live to somebody watching on television Mm -hmm. because they keep cutting to Raquel, who is watching the reunion on television. But this is Tom just trying to be, like, a little bit sympathetic, and he gets roasted. Sandoval, before we dive in... Is there anything you want to say to Ariana or the group at large? Uh, I just uh, want to thank everybody for being... Pull yourself together, man. This isn't a You're not Oscar. a victim. You're not at the I'm Oscar. Not, I'm not, not a victim. Not a victim. Sad Okay, well, let him speak. Um, yeah. Here's the deal. Be a man. Be a man. Pull yourself together. Crocodile tears. Tom. I just want to say that <laughs> I appreciate everybody for being there for Ariana. No matter what was going on in our relationship, she didn't deserve it. Nobody deserves to have that happen. Nothing happened. You did it. 
Oh. I'm sorry for doing the one thing I said I wouldn't do, and I did it in the worst way possible. I love you, and I apologize. Mm. Nah. That didn't hit for me. I didn't even listen. Ariana, what have the conversations been like between you and Tom? He is a victim, blame me 100% of the way. So I don't believe anything that just came out of his mouth. I think he's full of oh, And damn. he can f*** off. Damn, damn. In your face, Tom. Okay, so what is the relationship between uh, Lala and uh, Lisa? What's that relationship? Does anybody know? Because they, they're, this clip is them talking to each other. I don't think they like each other. No, see, later on in the episode, they do bring up, like, they, they she, Lisa loves her. Okay. But uh, Lisa, oh, sorry, Lala doesn't like that Lisa is still supporting and funding the restaurant gotcha. between Tom and Tom. Okay, so here is uh, Lala and Lisa. Lala, I know when you and Randall broke up, you got out of the house pretty quickly. Do you think it's healthy for these two to be sharing the home? No. Sandoval is Randall. Give it 10 years, he is Randall Emmett. It's absolutely terrifying. I couldn't get Randall to stay home, and then when shit hit the fan, I couldn't get him the out of the house. There you go. That is a <laughs> narcissist. Everyone needs to be warned about this person. Like, this is a dangerous human being. Lala, that's actually a ridiculous stance to start saying Sandoval's a dangerous person. I didn't ask for anyone else's opinion. Well, you have my opinion. Well, that's great. I reject it. <laughs> he was sleeping next to her. This was his mm -hmm. life partner. If he can mm -hmm. do that to her, yeah. there's something wrong uh, with this person. And a lot person. of other people mm -hmm. have done that before. Absolutely. Uh, and they're not and dangerous people. a baby people. with one. Right? They are exactly. dangerous. Don't I'm not going to judge my character. You need to get in line. Somewhere near the I'm not going to calm down. We're here for like 10 hours for God's sake. I understand. Sake. You cannot stop. And we're this. ready to go. Okay. Yo, I'm Yo, here for all the scandals. Just, just after that, then James uh, gets up and is like about to go after Tom. Uh -huh. and, and Andy Cohen, he had to push James away himself. That's, he acted as security. It was I so love good. drama. I love it. That's not Gucci. Hey! Oh, yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. There it is. It's not Gucci. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Today is the other official Star Wars Day. The other official? Yes. So a lot of people say May the 4th is Star Wars Day, but uh, today, because uh, 46 years ago in 1977, Star Wars A New Hope was released in theaters. And then also on this day in 1983, Jedi was released in theaters. May the 25th be with you. Right? See? Revenge of the 25th. Huh? Uh, was it planned that way, you think? Like they knew it was the anniversary? What do you mean? When they released on the 25th? Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess. Or it just so happened that the calendar lined up that way. I, yeah, I don't know. Because there's a movie missing in there. Like Empire wasn't released yeah. in that same schedule, right? So, so uh, 1977. Uh, where were you when Star Wars was released? Mocha? Not alive. Not, no. not around. No. Uh -huh. Okay. Vern's, Vern's balls, huh? <laughs> oh my god! I was gonna say that. I was going to say that, but I didn't think I didn't think it would get the reaction. So I'm yeah. glad you said it. Yeah, don't worry about me. I'm Gucci. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kim Kardashian blasting Kanye West, which she has not really done on the show um, before. 
And so there's a bunch of clips from, I guess, what is it? The new season coming up? Is that the, is the first that the episodes deal? out? First episode. So this, I'm guessing, was all happening during that period where, remember when Kanye was just putting all of Kim's texts yeah. on Twitter? Like they're back and forth, like talking about the kids and, and stuff like this. So she finally opens up on the, on the show. And uh, here's a little bit of Kim during that whole period. And the one that was supposed to protect me and still does interviews saying they will be my forever protector is the one that is hurting me the most he was the one that started a rumor that said i was having hooking up with drake having an affair our whole marriage she accused me of that publicly so the person that's supposed to protect me the most publicly would accuse me of having an affair throughout our whole marriage i really can't wrap my head around how he thinks he is a protector. You know, it's sometimes Kanye will say to me, can I have approval over what you say about me on your show? And I'll say, well, you just talked about me in this song, this song, this interview, this interview, and you didn't ask my permission. And I never say anything bad. I never say anything negative. If I say I'm exhausted, I feel guilty about that. I am exhausted. For once, can everyone just get their together around me so I can lose it just once i just want to lose it once i want to have a bad day and i can't like i can't even be overwhelmed and have a bad day because no one else has their together oh damn right yeah i i'm with you Sean. good for her man kanye's a yeah 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 good for kim i agree uh but that was like real man like Mm -hmm. oof. i'm team kim all day that hurts. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So the guy who directed The Flash, um, Andy Muschietti, mm-hmm. the new Flash movie coming out. So he does an interview where in the interview he drops like a massive spoiler. What do you mean? Like as far as the cameos go. Because we know like the the cameos that have already been announced, right? Michael Keaton. Yes. As original Batman. Yes. Also uh, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Right? Because well, they're both in the trailer, right? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. So we know Supergirl is in it. Yeah. We know. So we know all that. Uh-huh. Do you want to? Do you want me to tell you who one of the one of the cameos is? Aquaman. No. Uh. Oh. Oh. I got it. Yeah. Uh, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. No. 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 Because she's like, not Wonder Woman anymore. No. With the- way. Way. Way more out there. And like. Way oh, out there. Dean Kane. No. As another farther. Farther. I'm gonna say spoiler alert right now because I'm gonna tell you. So if you don't want to know who the big cameo is that is no longer a secret in the Flash movie, Henry Cavill? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you. Farther. Oh uh The Rock is Black Adam because of all that drama. Farther. Way farther. God, just tell me. I don't know. So 25 years ago, there was a Superman movie that Tim Burton was trying to make that Kevin Smith wrote where Nicolas Cage was going to be Superman. And they actually made a documentary about it because he had this like weirdo suit and everything else. I remember the photo. Yes. It's famous. Yes. Nicolas Cage is Superman. Yes. In the flash. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. What? Yeah. 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 Apparently. Do you think he's trolling? I don't know. I don't think so. Why would you say that, though? Right? Like, why would you say that? Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It could be a troll. Might not be. 
Um, but uh, he said uh, Nick was absolutely wonderful, although the role was a cameo. Um, he dove right into it. I dreamt all my life to work with him. I hope I, I hope I can work with him again soon. Like to me, that doesn't sound like a troll. I don't think wow. that Nick Cage actually says anything in the movie. I think it's Nick Cage in the suit. Yeah, probably, probably. Right? If you, and it's the Flash because he's running through the DC version of the multiverse. Yes, and maybe he passes by a timeline. Sure, that has Nick Cage. Yeah, could be, could be, and it could be like a quick one second yep. thing. Could be that. Could Damn. be it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Idol on uh, HBO is so far HBO's lowest rated series ever. This was after the it, uh, it debuted at Cannes by critics. Uh, so the guy from Rolling Stone called it uh, the double the double dose. The festival screens because they watch they they screened two episodes oh. um, at Cannes. So he said the double dose. The festival screen felt nasty, brutish, much longer than it is, and way way worse than you've had anticipated. Wow. So because because uh, Succession's going off the air on Sunday, right? That's the mm-hmm. finale, and so the Idol is supposed to take over the Sunday slot mm-hmm. and be the new sort of big show on on HBO, and people are like ravaging it. They hate it, ravaging it. People like like just calling it nothing more than super softcore porn Ooh. and. Yeah, so I mean, I'm still gonna watch. I would be so. You, know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you start using all those words, I'm Gucci. You know. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Tina Turner passed away in her home in Switzerland after a long illness, uh, according to her rep. They say with uh, with her, the world loses a music legend and role model. Tina. R.I.P. Tina. They go on to say with her music and her inexhaustible vitality, Tina Turner thrilled millions of fans and inspired many artists of subsequent genres. That is true. Tina also said that up until very recently in one of the last people to talk to her that she said that she still had a crush on Mick Jagger. Uh, Mick Jagger said, I'm so saddened by the passing of my wonderful friend, Tina Turner. She was truly an enormously talented performer and singer. She was inspiring, warm, funny, and generous. She helped me so much when I was young, and I will never forget her. Uh, Kelly Clarkson yesterday was uh, doing an interview, and uh, the news had just broke that Tina Turner passed away. Here's Kelly Clarkson. I just heard the breaking news too. What a huge loss, but also what a huge blessing, man, to have her as a pioneer for all of us women, especially in music. I just remember as a little girl looking up to her and she was more than just like a great singer. She was like rock and roll. It was okay to be like fun and rock and roll and not neat. Tina, Alanis Morissette, Bonnie Ray, Annie Lennox, like all these women, those were like at the forefront for me, like breaking ground is in like what a woman meant in the industry, what people were limiting us to and what we were really capable of, right? So Tina was one of those pioneers for people my generation, especially. So I, it, it's a, it's a huge loss for not only like the music community, but also just for humans, you know? 
1993, Angela Bassett starred as Tina Turner in the biopic What's Love Got to Do With It. Still love that movie a lot. Angela Bassett says, uh, how do we say farewell to a woman who owned her pain and trauma and used it as a means to help change the world through her courage in telling her story, her commitment to stay the course in her life no matter the sacrifice and her determination to carve out a space in rock and roll for herself and for others who look like her. Tina Turner showed others who lived in fear what a beautiful future filled with love, compassion, and freedom should look like. Uh, they also did the uh, Broadway musical called uh, Tina, the Tina Turner Story. This was um, in uh, 2001. And uh, Dammit Mori caught up with the young star, 14-year-old uh, Sky Dakota Turner, who was actually on stage uh, in 2009 when Tina Turner made one of her last public appearances. You got to perform in front of her. You got to meet her. I can't imagine a more special experience than that. What was that like for you? Her presence, her being there, her validating my work, and her finally getting to see everything that we put into the show was just something that was so special to me. I wish that I had savored that moment, knowing that it was going to be the last time, one of the last times that she made a public appearance. I wish that I had taken that moment and put it really closer to my heart. And I wish that I had said something more to her. I wish that I had made an impact, more of an impact besides my performance. I wish that I could have known her better. So that was in uh, 2019 when they were on stage together. Uh, Oprah says Tina was, uh, Tina once shared with me, that when her time came to leave this earth, she would not be afraid, but excited and curious because she had learned how to live surrounded by her beloved husband, Erwin, and her friends. Uh, this was a clip of uh, an interview that Tina had done with Oprah where Tina was discussing not performing uh, anymore and how much she exactly would not miss not performing anymore. No one ever knew on stage how much I really was tired of singing and dancing. <laughs> oh, it's work. It's something when you do all of your life, every night, that's all you do. Everyone is having a good time. You're up there working. It just was years and years of work. And if I ever go back for any reason in any way, no one ever wants to see Tina do performance any other way than that. So I don't think they would accept me standing in a wonderful gown singing. That's not me. Uh, Have you ever seen Tina live? Yes. I saw her in her last show and it was incredible. Um, With with Tina Turner, part of uh, an interview that I was reading from the LA Times this morning, they were ta- she was talking about how you know people always ask her about the glory days, sure. like meaning like when she was young and like performing and hundreds of thousands of people in those show, and she was like, "No, me retired." She's like, "These are the glory days." <laughs> She's like, yeah. "Those weren't the glory days. Yeah. What I'm living right now are the glory days." Uh, Tina's last appearance uh, on any broadcast was her acceptance speech. Uh, with her induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame recently. So here's a little bit of that. Hi, everybody. It was really special when I heard that the Hall of Fame was giving me a trophy. If they're still giving me awards at 81, I must have done something right. Yeah, this is mine. Only, I don't care if you now. <laughs> I'm very happy to have this and to have achieved this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's great. Thank you. We lost a legend right there. Beautiful. R.I.P. Tina Turner. 
Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.